Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Non-Corporate Girls. Before we begin, don't forget to download and subscribe. Take it one step further and leave us a review. We'd love to hear your thoughts. What's up, y'all? We are back to talk to our 9 to 5 and 5 to 9ers. I'm Delilah. And I'm Ayana. We are the Non-Corporate Girls, two girls who have experienced both spaces and understand firsthand the ebbs and flows of marrying our many passions and disrupting the status quo. We do this with our podcast, your go-to digital diary filled with content, expert advice, and tangible resources for corporate professionals, entrepreneurs, and the intersection of where they meet. Every episode gives you a dose to help redefine how you pivot in your purpose. So, are you non-corporate? Tune in. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Non-Corporate Girls. We're back and excited to be here on this gloomy, um, dreary day in New York City. I know. First of all, the weather has been trash, okay? It like has. It the doesn't help of with, Ian. Yeah, I know. I know. It's just so unfortunate, but it definitely doesn't help like the mood for the week, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just, it's like depressed. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's really it makes you just want to like sleep. I've been like extra tired. My sleep pattern is off because of the weather. It's so crazy how like nature plays into you know our feelings and giving us the burst of energy and or not. Like that's so interesting. A hundred percent. I mean, we talk about seasonal depression all the time. Mm -hmm. It's a real thing, and I'm always like, oh, when winter is coming, especially living in New York. It's mm-hmm. like you got to prepare yourself. You Make do sure have you have prepare. a therapist on deck because yes. it can get real. <laughs> Which I'm in the process of finding a new one. And let's see, I'm going through um, some consults. Yes, like I have one coming up that's scheduled. So let's see. It's it's a new, fairly new platform. I think it's called Valera. Mm-hmm. I and, know Valera. Uh, oh, you do? And so mm-hmm. I just found out about it recently. Shout out to Twitter. Yo, Twitter Twitter be a resource for real. And so I I was like, let me go through. I really, I really do. (laughs) And I was like, let me go through the steps and whatever. So back on that journey again. I'm praying for you because it's hard. And literally, like, I be helping people find therapists. And I I literally got two people on deck. Like, can you help me find a therapist? And so, Mm -hmm. like, it's a constant search. So I get it. Praying for you. Thanks. I'll keep you guys posted (laughs) when I find my person. Yes. In this next chapter in your life. Yes. Yes. So this episode, we are at 109 and we're like flying through the season, but 109 and the title of this episode is God Dead. Ayana, (laughs) ever since I told her, listen to that song, she had like everything great that happens. She's like, God did. And I'm like, he did. He's doing. I feel like DJ Khaled at the awards <laughs> recently where he, he said it like so many times in that one segment. I was like, God did. <laughs> yes. And um, we are here for it. For, you know, this is definitely by no means a spiritual or religious. Well, it's spiritual, but not religious. Um, You know, we're not putting anything out there to to force anybody um into whatever believing in divine God. divinity you believe in universal spirituality whatever you believe in this is what we're talking about whatever that higher power is they have helped support you all and us throughout mm-hmm. our lives and what we're trying to do 
Absolutely. But for us, it's been God. It's been God. And so um, on a positive note, just jumping into that, um, mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, we could not to be like God did, but God did. Um, just like, you know, God has been such a good force in our family, especially mm-hmm. as it comes to like our elder, elder, ugh, I can't even speak elders. And mm-hmm. um, thinking about our positive note, I see that both of us have something dealing with family. So mm-hmm. I can kick us off. Um my, as you know, D, my mom is finally retired and she is officially like moved out of New York City, which I never thought would happen. Wow. And so, like, the apartment is empty, like, it's all passed it's away. Like, done. It's it's don't belong to us no more. <laughs> oh my goodness. God. It's so crazy. And that she's moved is. to another state, which. I, it's also crazy because, you know, my mom came to this country and she's lived in New York City her whole life outside of the time she came from Panama. So, like, to mm-hmm. go to another place and, like, set up roots there, that's, like, a different experience for her. And then also yes. just to be retired. Like, she retired at 41 years. And I don't even know what it's like to be in a place for 41 years. Right. You know what I mean? Well, how many people? Because I personally... I don't know many people who I've seen them through retirement. So I think that's a blessing in itself. That's really, really cool. Like she deserves her time all to enjoy. It's like, what is she going to do? She does. And and it's a positive note for me because I've been reflecting a lot on that. Like as we think about, you know, we're all about legacy and trying to figure out like what are we creating for our lives and what does that look like? And it's been something that I've thought about because I never thought that this would be her next chapter until it became her next chapter. You know, like mm-hmm. when you think about your parents, like they work, you know, they do the same thing. It's it is what right. it is. But for her to like take that step and that it was hard because my mom does not like change at all and for her to like take that step that intentional step to do this I'm just like I feel so proud for her I feel proud that like you know she's showing us something different like you don't have to work yourself to the ground you get to Mm -hmm. even though you know different different um demographics like they're they're lifers you know stay at her job a long time but the fact that she's like okay this is my time to move on I'm just so proud I'm so proud of her and I'm just it's a blessing and I'm grateful that she's been able to do it because I know everyone doesn't get to set themselves up to to live this next chapter you know so absolutely that's my positive note and I keep thinking about that because I'm like okay what am I building what am I trying to you know I'm trying to get to retirement and have that time so okay it's just just, yeah it makes you like I can see that for myself too. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. So that's been great. So let's talk about Ya Abuela. Yes, we are. But shout out, I got to give a shout out to Bedford because um, that is the address we use for our <laughs> business. And that is what came immediately into my mind. We're going to have to update our paperwork. Oh, I did that already, girl. Come on. Come on. I, but I know, but I know <laughs> what I'm, I know you did that. I yeah. know you did. But the fact is, like, that was the address that we used. So it was very For prominent. So long, right? For so long, yes. And being that we're Brooklyn girls, and I don't know, I feel like your, your mom has something to do with our success as well. Yeah. I know she does. Oh my God. It's like always, that was always the default. Yes. <laughs> we didn't think about it like that, but definitely so. And so, yeah, moving on to my grandma, that lady. Oh, my gosh. She is a ray of sunshine. She is. Love her. I love her. 28, a.k.a. 82. It was her 82nd birthday when she tells everybody she's 28. And she acts 28 because she is that full of life. 
Yeah, she's young at heart. Yes, she really is. She is a trip. And so it was a very, very low-key birthday. Her birthday was super raining, which, by the way, in our culture, that means tons of luck and blessings mm-hmm. for it to be raining on your birthday. Um, but she just wanted to, like, enjoy a good meal at home and just be, you know, with her her daughter and her grandkids. It came my mom and me. <laughs> Because most of my cousins are out of state and and all of that good stuff. But yeah, she had a good birthday. And it's just like each year is is a blessing to celebrate her because not everyone has their grandparents around. And so I'm lucky that yeah. I still have um, her because my mom's dad is it's uh, he's ill with um, Alzheimer's. So no. we don't get to enjoy him as much. But we do definitely have great memories but my grandmother's still here like rocking and rolling and i told she's her thriving okay she is i told that she's gonna live to 130 years old or more and she was cracking up she was like i don't want to live that long that's crazy she was like i'm not even gonna be able to walk and we was just <laughs> cracking up like she is a goofball <laughs> but yeah i was like yeah you, you're gonna live that long girl because i see that for you <laughs> well i'm so glad that Libras. she Yes. And, and happy related to your grandma, because I'm really happy to see that, you know, she was able to celebrate another year around the sun. Yes. I feel like it really came fast. I remember her birthday last year, like so clearly. I'm like, how did we get back to October again? Didn't y'all throw a party for her last year? Um, was no, that the last year, year we didn't. It was the year before. Okay. Mm-hmm, for her 80th. Time is going. Can't keep up. It is. It is. <laughs> so that's my positive note. I love that. I love that. And I love that it was family oriented, especially in these times, you know, so that's Mm -hmm. good. So, all right, jumping into a hustler spirit. um, I guess first we should kind of kick off right that it is Q4. We could kick off with Mm -hmm. that. Like, and so a reminder for people to do all the do's. I always feel like when it comes to like Q4, people are like scrambling. They're like, (laughs) oh my, (laughs) do you feel Why? I don't know. Yeah, it shouldn't be like that. Like we... It's like when people forget like people's birthdays or anything that's an annual thing. Like this happens every year, guys. Like, like prepare. We haven't built a plan. Yeah, by now. Like having you built a plan to do it better. I mean, I'll give you a little bit of grace because there are some things we can't plan for. And so then right. it'll set up your Q4 accordingly. But where you can try to plan so that you don't plan to fail. Exactly. And so when we think about planning, you know, making sure that you're assessing your goals for this quarter, reviewing your finances, which is a huge thing, especially since a lot of us have student loans. And what does that look like? Making sure that you're on top of those things and then really reflecting because something, I guess, a ritual, I guess, that we like to do is at the end of the year, really reflect on the year on the Mm -hmm. pod and what that looks like. But Mm -hmm. just for yourself, right, just reflecting kind of what has the first three quarters been like for you and what what do you hope to like move forward with, right? Mm-hmm. Like what goals you need to reassess? Because I also think in not so much always creating new goals, but seeing yeah. if the ones that you set forth are things that you're still even passionate about. Um, should you change your methodology? Because sometimes we'd be hitting our heads on a wall thinking this mm-hmm. one way is going to make it work. And sometimes we just got to change something minor and it could probably change the trajectory. And that's something that I take note in for myself of like we can't do things over and over the same way trying to expect the same result and in certain matters I found myself dealing with situations that I felt like I would never be here again 
and yet here I am. And I'm like trying to reflect on like, why did I get here again? How did I get here again? It's frustrating. Some of it is just like, did something I miss in the first go around? Like, you know, it is, mm-hmm. and some things is just, again, you don't have control over, but it is something that I do like think of in the back of my mind. Like it's something repeatedly, there's some type of pattern um, trying to see where I could do differently or better to not find myself there again. It's funny you mentioned that too, because I had, um, so on Monday, random, I ended up going to my friend's house and it was crazy outside. Like it was literally it was a monsoon. It yeah. was, it, it's like, why would I do this? Why would I do this? <laughs> and I thought so hard about canceling, but I've been having, September has been dragging me. And so I feel like I've been trying to do this thing that me and my therapist have been talking about that when I don't want to do something, I try to lean more into it because there's probably a reason. So like even though I, my old self would have been like, no, nah, I'm canceling. I'm, I'm not even doing this. There mm-hmm. must have been a reason why I, sh- I felt like I needed to go. And then I was happy I did go because I wasn't able to, like I've been like working really long hours and things like mm-hmm. that. And so I haven't been taking any real breaks. And so that provided me a break. It was like you get to mm-hmm. go somewhere else, get out your house, whatever. Yes. So anyway. I get to my friend's house and we start talking about our pattern of every cup. We kind of meet up quarterly every Mm -hmm. quarter for like I've known her for a long time. Every quarter when we meet up, we have the same conversation about where we are, lack Mm. of where we are, (laughs) what we Mm -hmm. want. And it's just so interesting. And then her and I had to have a moment. But like, wait, we are so not in the same place we were five years ago, three years ago. So even mm-hmm. though it feels like the same conversation, there right. is something that's different. So that made me think about what you said, because even though you feel like you may be in the same cycle, you have done things differently. And it just, it, you know what I mean? It's still, there's a shift. There's something that happened, whether it's your growth, whether it's mm-hmm. your perception, whatever. Yes. Something has yes. changed. <laughs> it's that. It's the perception. Yeah. <laughs> bitch, I be wanting to give up. Okay. Save, save. But there has been growth. There has. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, um, yeah, Q4, you know, start doing that. But in reference to a hustler spirit, you know, we like to share any like wins, accolades, or just kind of like amping ourselves up. And this mm-hmm. time, this episode is all about us. And mm-hmm. so it's been two weeks since our rebrand. How yes. are you feeling, D? Like, what have people I'm, been saying? I'm excited. I feel like, um, I'm pushing it out more so that people have something to say or even like recognize where we have transitioned and yeah. you know we're trying to take ourselves because one thing that a friend did point out to me that we're so much more than a podcast. Mm-hmm. Um and you know from the inside looking from the outside looking in to some people they're probably just thinking that layer and and just seeing like we're podcast first. And mm-hmm. so I want people to recognize like that there's so much more that we offer and and the community that we're trying to build. And so I'm really proud in that when you do visit our website and you do take a look at just like holistically everything that we're bringing to the table now, it's very clear of the direction we're headed in. And I feel like even speaking of non-corporate girls and where we see ourselves and all of those things, it's even clear for me to express because, yeah. you know, when it like, it's when your brain is foggy, it, mm-hmm. it translates because it just felt like we, 
we knew what we wanted to do, but I feel like the best brands are the ones that that can speak for itself without having to explain so much about it. And, that, and you know, there's always tweaking that could be done, but I feel like we've done a great job in like getting to this place. I do too. And you know, it's funny because, you know, we talk all the time about we've pivoted a lot since we mm-hmm. started the podcast. And so mm-hmm. it's always cool to see that like this specific pivot is like something that's all encompassing of our growth. And and mm-hmm. I think in the past past years, we've had our pivots and it's been it hasn't been on a large scale. Like it ha- it's mm-hmm. been more about like trying to like maintain the day to day or how do we like take the podcast to this level, whatever. Yep. But I think when COVID happened and we saw our community really show up and how we were able to kind of like I don't know, share who we are better through just kind of digital and what we've been doing and then be able to translate that into a story for our site. I think mm-hmm. it feels it feels very different. I know I said that before, but it really does feel different. And to your mm-hmm. point, I think that the more we're able to like communicate that and yes. they get to go to the site and see what we're about, the more people will start to get it. At least that's the hope. Yes, that is the hope. And I think we're going to get there. I think also... What makes it really challenging is that when you're not offering like a product, mm-hmm. it, it's in something that's not so tangible. The translation gets very um, blurry, using and blurry. And so for the clearer we are, the clearer our audience is on things. And that was where we were not necessarily lacking, but that was the challenge for us, like trying to figure out how our skill set is transferable to the, the output that we really want to come from now corporate girls. Like what is it that we're going to do or provide and how we're going to do that. So I feel like it's so much more clear now how, how we can accomplish that. I agree. And then the fact that like, okay, God did, right? So the fact God that we've been did. able to um, kind of help with some PR support and kind of like get our messaging out there mm-hmm. more is definitely going to help us. And yes. then also, the, the goal really, too, is that a lot of people are not clear on yet is that we really have a hub that we're trying to create. We're mm-hmm. really trying to bring in experts from the different pillars that we have. We have three, the nine to five, the five to nine and where they connect and really mm-hmm. bring in those experts to be um, on our hub and really help provide resources, tools, advice, quick videos, workshops, et cetera, for everyone who feels like they can resonate with any of those um items in a more tangible way. And so that's what we're driving towards, especially because we consider ourselves experts as well in some of these things. So how do we bring that together? And I think that's like the vision. And so Mm -hmm. we're like one step closer. Yes. And because in the entrepreneurship, like journey and realm, there are so many people that speak about like the burnout and, and all of the things. And so we're really trying to provide entrepreneurial wellness. Like Mm -hmm. there's a way to still be able to attain these things and not have to do all the things and take a step back because I'm definitely not here for hustle culture. Like I understand hard work, but I do feel like there needs to be a clear balance and we don't have to drive ourselves to the ground to achieve it in whichever manner you want to go about it, whether you want to be the, you know, the entrepreneur fully, or you have a side hustle that you want to balance out with your nine to five, whichever way you go about it, there just needs to be a a better way of doing so where like your health still gets prioritized. A hundred percent. 
So I'm excited. Mm -hmm. I'm excited to see where we continue to go. And so just as a quick shout out for anyone who's looking, we're always looking for collaborations, partnerships, Mm -hmm. um, obviously featured guests, et cetera. So for anyone who wants to work with non-corporate girls, feel free to visit our website, www.noncorporategirls.com and hit that contact us and Mm -hmm. send us a note because um, we're all about amplifying voices together. Collaboration is our biggest thing. Yes. And, you know, the episode two was inspired by a friend that I lean toward who has a very um, finite skill set of being a public relations. And so the conversation was literally me venting, not even realizing what she does, because that I that was far from what I was thinking when I was venting. Mm -hmm. And just for her to like respond with like, Girl, I got you because I was just like venting like, you know, me and Ayana are a little bit frustrated. Our resources like we're we're hitting like a wall. We're feeling stuck. And so when everything just played out the way it did, I had to reflect back because we were still thinking of a title of this episode. And I was like, literally, God did. Because why did I I could have vented to any other friend. I I just vented. I just so happened to pick this friend. So at it was that just time, really cool. though, like at that time, like at it- that time. And I didn't know or maybe just like the people in my circle are very aware of how I show up and how I am. But yeah, my folks can tell when I'm off. <laughs> I don't know if I even try to be that obvious or it just naturally exudes because I am so much of a way not that I hide my emotions, but it's just like when I feel like defeated, it comes through and just like my response or like how I just don't try to, I, I don't know what it was, but she was so on it in recognizing. And, you know, I never want to make people worry or like make them mm-hmm. think like, yo, what is happening with Delilah? Like I'm, I'm very open with like, you know, I need a break. I need a debrief. Even when Ayana be like checking up on me and I'd be like, yo, I hate when you ask me this question, especially <laughs> when I don't have the response that I would like to have. But either way, I, I let y'all know that I'm okay. Um, so it was just funny how all of this just like fell into place. I was just so, it just, it's always, but you know, it's always when you hit your wall though, that like something happens and it's Mm -hmm. like, cause that feeling stuck is a real thing, you know? And, and I'm just blessed. (laughs) We're grateful. We Um, are. Also, so quick shout out to her and holla back to the community in general, because mm-hmm. when your friends know and your family know, they know. And that's always a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but just also also a quick reminder that because I've had a lot of people reach out to me. First of all, everybody want to start a podcast. It's a thing, right? We know this. And mm-hmm. so I have people who reach out to me and they're like, yeah, I've thought about doing this. I want to do this. And I'm like, go to our website. <laughs> We actually have a really great checklist for anyone looking to start a podcast. All you have to do Mm -hmm. is go to the hub, add in your um, email address, and you can actually download our checklist. It's free. And Mm -hmm. um, we have some great resources there. You know, we always try to help. So, like, don't feel like you got to start completely from scratch. We actually have something to help you. And Mm -hmm. for anyone that's looking for any extra support, we do do podcast consultations. Mm -hmm. And we are also... I'm a shameless plug, but we are also um, certified minority women in business owners and also DOE vendors. And so if there's anyone in an organization or school that's looking to like teach kids or anyone how to do a podcast, we are your girls. So please Mm -hmm. reach out to us. We literally have curriculum created. Like it's a turnkey situation. Book us because this is the way of the world going into media. And this is definitely a tool that 
adults and kids alike could find very useful. Okay, tell them, Delilah. So on that note, we are going to take a short break and we will be right back. So thank you for still sticking around. We're back. We're not so great news. I'm actually really, I, I didn't see this coming, to be honest, because it's like you said what you said and now you're reneging. But Byron, what is going on? So if you guys have not heard the latest update in the student loan madness, um, it seems like President Biden has scaled back the eligibility on who qualifies for loan forgiveness um, because it seemed like it's illegal in a sense. I don't know all the, the details and stipulations, but several lawsuits, several lawsuits by different states have been filed against him. And so and now it seems that forgiveness um, by private equity loans will no longer qualify for relief. So I definitely suggest that you guys follow at debt free gonna be that's where I get a lot of my information like she's so on it and she's my go-to for all updates um everybody's situation is different um you know different people apply for different loans and depending on your job and what you do that also changes the game for what you qualify and don't qualify but yeah that 10,000 is gonna be seemingly harder to receive and October 1st is where started the application process to see what you would be getting. But definitely check at that free gonna be on Instagram um, to find information. But it's not looking real good for us guys. Did you do your, I haven't done my application yet. Have you done I haven't. List? It's on my to-do list to do like after we record because I was going to, once I was going to do it on Saturday, but I was like, let me wait for the weekday. But then that update came out. So I was just like, what does that mean? I, I didn't even know how to like process the information because I'm like, does that apply to me or not? So that's what I'm trying to figure out for myself. My friend has sent that in one of our group chats. And I was mm-hmm. like, honestly, like I, I guess I didn't read the fine print to begin with because I didn't even know that um, private loans were even being considered to be included because from my mm-hmm. experience of private loan companies, they don't care. They want right. their money. And so you have to pay them. And so right. I just felt well, like that they was the excitement. Even- that was the excitement because I'm like, wow, because I know it's almost like, you know, with private companies and public companies, like, yeah. it's that same due diligence. So the fact that Biden was overstepping that I thought that counted for something. Little did we know. Little, really, yeah. Like, ain't shit he, he's allowed to, like, he ain't about that life, really. So, I'm annoyed. like, none of this serves me. Like, it don't. It don't. And so it just seems like y'all really have been playing with my emotions and continue to drag us. Drag, okay? Because wait, how many uh, how many announcements they do about these this seven? Like every yes, time there's been a lot it. of mm-hmm. and now the final pause is this December thirty first. So starting January, you have to start paying your, your loans again. Which I'm glad for the pauses, but it. again, the pauses have been going on. Like that means, yeah, I've been good without this money coming in. Right, and I I will continue to say this. Why can't we just forgive up to a certain year of people and just like knock it all out and just like start fresh? Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like how long have we been paying these loans? Like we're yes. like full on adults. <laughs> right. Like, how and long? Nobody's going to chip away at them with this 
um what do you call it this the, like forgiveness they trying to do like make no, it no, down no. you mean um you know like we're paying more than the principal because the oh, interest. Yeah. Like, I yeah. make a zero interest so that the payments that are being made actually are chipping away Hit. at something. Yeah. It's not doing any dent in Nothing. the loan. Nothing. So it's just like, you're not making sense. Make it make I'm sense. like, student loans is always like a sour subject. It is. <laughs> and it intervenes it. in so many people's lives. Like, so many. So many. This is yeah. like worse than credit card debt at this point. Well, yeah, because at least you control, you can see your interest and control it better than student loans. Like student mm-hmm. loans, I mean, oftentimes it's such a large number that's super intimidating versus like yes. credit cards are more manageable. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Um, all right. Well, shifting gears, um, let's talk about some entertainment. So I did not see the BET Awards. It's literally on my DVR. I need to get to it. But me you too. saw it. No, no, I didn't. didn't see it? No, but I did see the rollout, which reminded okay. me about that even was happening yesterday. <laughs> okay. And I was like in tune with the rollout. So basically, BT did a roundup of influencers. You know that the BET Awards is super big yeah. on the cypher. I personally love my and, favorite part. <laughs> yes, it's like so good. And it focuses on like the rappers, like mm-hmm. the, the up and coming artists. But this year they took a little spin on it. And instead of taking the focus on the rappers, they did an influencer, some who are rappers and some who just have like a message and a following. And so they allowed them to do like drop a hot 16. Um, Remy Ma and Little Kim were the coaches to help like facilitate, which I thought was really cool. cool. Yeah. Yeah, So they helped like get them together and like coach them for them to like spit their 16. So some who were included were Dapadon, which he didn't do a rap, but he did like a spoken word. It was really cool. Um, I love spoken Cole. word. Yes, like he did it really cool. Um, so definitely check those out. All the rollouts are on the BT's page. Um, okay. Pinky Cole, which she's the um, founder of Slutty Vegan. Um, Cleo Trapper, which she is hilarious, like a comedian slash rapper. Um, Regine Carter, which is Little Wayne's daughter. Lala Milan, she is um, a clothing designer now. And... Yeah, so there was there was many of them. That's just a few, like the ones that stood out to me. Um, but yeah, Remy Ma and Little Kim was definitely a part of it. And I thought it was like a cool spin. Like mm-hmm. the BT marketer who was behind this idea, she said, you know, we leverage something that people love about the BT Awards to to increase viewership. And I was looking at the comments and not too many people were happy about it, which I didn't think that that because before I look at the comments, I look at something from my own lens to have my own opinion. Right. But then I also look at the comments and I do take into consideration certain points that were made. But I still don't think it was valid enough for me to be like, this shouldn't have been done because people are saying like, you know, the art of of rap is the lyrics and the lyrics like how we shot like straying away from the artist and and using the influencer. But I feel like it also shows in which way the world's transitioning, where, like, things, there could be a duality. There could be. And also, like, think about, I mean, regardless of anything else, like, from a marketing standpoint, though, and you're trying to get that traction. Brilliant. 
to tap into influencers and even and honestly like a lot of people love like a lot of people in their mind feel like oh if I could be a rapper like you know if I could spit some yeah. bars you're giving someone the opportunity to let's yeah. try this I don't yeah. see why this is such a huge deal like I get it like you want to stick to the art but I don't think that they're being offensive to it I think that they're giving them an they're opportunity honoring to honoring like, it be included yeah. Yes, and paying homage. I think I thought it was super dope. It was definitely something where, like, you have to have a real creativity to think about it in this way. And I I thought it was brilliant from a marketing standpoint. So that was executed wonderfully. And I'm just curious to know, and I hope that they will follow up in in what the numbers were for viewership um, versus other years. Yeah, that would be cool. And also, Mm -hmm. like... um, for anyone who has seen the BET Awards or if even checked out this rollout, let us know your thoughts on what you thought. Mm-hmm. Um, I need to check it out. I haven't done it. Guilty. Yeah. And I also need to watch the BET Awards. <laughs> I haven't done that Yeah, either. I need to watch it. But I've seen that like um, Fat Joe and Remy Ma performed. Um, and there was, you know, because there's always like this, um, this thing with people v- coming to the BET Awards or like it being a frowned upon. And I feel like it's definitely still... No matter what you want to think, it is part of the culture, you know? It is. I mean, I'm not going to lie, you know. I should be watered my... down. Okay, I, I was it, like, I be having my feels about the you award. Know, yeah, we have to keep it all the way real. Like, th- this is this like, this like didn't come from anywhere why people feel right. the way they feel. And we be having our qualms uh, toward BT <laughs> and how, you know, they be fucking, what's the word, like, not jeopardizing us. But they be they be doing the most and the execution don't be that don't be great all the yeah. time. Yeah. 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 I hear you. All right, cool, cool, cool. So shout out to BT and we'll definitely check that out. But again, let yeah. us know if you've seen it. We'd love to know your thoughts. Hit us up on social. Twitter is where we like to be too. So yes. um, all right. So we have to get into my favorite. Of my course, favorite girl. Okay. Yeah, edit this. Yes. So um we just want to shout out my girl, our girl, Rihanna. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's the introducing, like, my girl, the one, the like, only. <laughs> just, like, call me Rihanna, call me. Um, she announced, and it was a big deal, that she is the headlining the halftime show for Super Bowl Twenty Three. This will be the 57th Super Bowl, and it is taking place on February 12th in Arizona, I believe. Mm-hmm. And so, thoughts about that? Let's talk about it. How do we feel about Rihanna headlining the halftime show? Well, first of all, the internet feels to never lose. And the, <laughs> the memes... Twitter memes? The- Everything about how it's gonna be a makeup tutorial, how she's gonna come out with Fenty this, that she how she was practicing <laughs> to study her lyrics because she forgot them all. Like y'all had me in tears. Yeah, I ain't shit. And I really, I really wish I could see um because I know Rihanna be in these internet streets. I really would love to have and seen I honestly, her. Honestly, I feel like she was laughing at most of this. Yes, <laughs> of course she was. Or like y'all play too much. Like and she's gonna give us a hell of a show watch so i don't expect anything less yes and so okay you know i'm big rihanna stan and i'm i'm very i'm nervous for her like i'm really nervous because i feel like there's mm -hmm. a lot of pressure Pressure. for her to really show up like it's been so five six years since she's been out of the music game with her stuff Mm -hmm. and people are gonna critique from head to toe everything yeah everything which is I, i feel like she's 
paid her dues, you know, and like a hundred percent. She should. I just want her to be great, though. Like, I'm, yeah. it's like it's I like when to you're prove everybody wrong. Yeah, I want her mm-hmm. to prove. I, mean, I want her to shit on everybody. Yes, <laughs> that's yes, how I really want her to show up. And I also want to, you know, I hope in my mind Rihanna listens to non corporate girls, but mm-hmm. I really want her to. Um, Really think about who the guest appearances will be if that is a thing, because Mm -hmm. I really want this to focus on her. You know what I'm saying? I really don't want anyone to take away from that. And so, Rihanna, Mm -hmm. just know that we support you. We know you're going to kill it. But like, this is your moment. So, like, I want you to be in all the glory. Okay. And book us. We'll introduce you. Like, we'll be the announcers to (laughs) introduce you. So, please, team, reach reach out to us. We're available in February. Okay, I'm a, I'm available whenever. <laughs> it doesn't for matter. You, for you, I am available. Doesn't matter. And also, like, this is about to be a great month for her because it's also her birthday in February. So, yes. I mean, Rihanna, you got to show out, girl. So, I'm okay. excited. And it's a big birthday. 35 is, is big. 35 is big. All right, cool. So, that was all... <laughs> Love the entertainment. That was yeah. all an off the record. Um, moving into hashtag obsessed with. So this is still entertainment too, though, because mm-hmm. um, well, our hashtag obsessed with is Kiki Palmer. For those mm-hmm. of you who are Kiki fans, and me and Delilah were talking about her because I don't know. If, well, I'm sure everybody heard that she started Key TV, which mm-hmm. is going to be her new like digital media platform. But like mm-hmm. Kiki's growth, though. Has been yes. really cool to see, right? Yes, from Akila. I mean, Akila and the Bee, she was a little bit older, but like Akilah little Akila is growing I up. <laughs> I love Akila and the Bee. I do too. And it, but it's like she's that like she's been around, right? Yes. And it's like you don't even it's like relevant. it's crazy. Relevant. Yeah. Always. But also I think in the past couple of years. She's really like, I don't know, I don't know if assertive herself is the right word, but she's yes. really like found her footing. She's yes, really been yes, like, yes. I am here to stay. Okay. And <laughs> I have a place here. Yes, I have a place here. I have something to offer. And I I feel I don't know. I feel like I relate to Kiki in the sense that mm-hmm. she makes it feel like so attainable. Like she's an actress and a star, and I would consider her A-list. But she just she just seems so approachable that it, you almost forget like she has paid her dues in the in the entertainment field or whatever but like 100%. she's always like her hustle is real her hustle is real but i think equally what makes her just like humanize is she really speaks about her struggles and her mm-hmm. downfalls and her challenges like she chats on the internet like if she's talking to her homegirls like she's dealt with um insecurities because she does deal with adult acne yeah um, she speaks about her relationships and guys she's dated and how it didn't work out and you know we're we're close in age so she's from our generation so she's mm-hmm. kind of dealt with the same like you know internet and social media as mm-hmm. we have in the same way where it wasn't in our life when we were younger, but then we kind of grew up with having right, the right. internet. So she's from like that same time period. And it's just been cool to relate to her in that sense. A hundred percent. And I tell you like when I, so like I wasn't, I'm not, I wouldn't say like, I'm a, like, like I think Kiki's cool, but like, you know, like I like her, but you know, I'm not like, I'm not, I don't like follow everything she does, but mm. what really 
changed something for me was I'm a diehard Legendary fan for anyone that mm. watches Legendary on HBO. And I always love their guests. I mean, they're like um, judges. Their judges are so mm-hmm. cool. Um, and I always like to see the different interactions. When right. Kiki was announced for season two or three, can't remember at this point, but when she was announced for this past season, I just like, at first I was like, Kiki, okay, this is interesting. Let me see I, this. I would think she's so fitting for that. I would so, think. I thought so too, but like, because I don't like, I don't follow uh, so, her as off, okay. like, as, you know, as closely. I just wasn't sure how the personality would translate with the show. But mm. when I tell you she is my favorite judge, she's my favorite judge. Like, is that I, she's like out there and like uh, expressive and she gives I'm, me like, a <laughs> but she's also honest and she's constructive yeah. and she's yes. like, she's an adult. Like, I don't yes. know. It just feels like, I don't know. I just, I believe her. I believe what she says. You know what I mean? Yes. I just, I really love her on that show. And when I saw that, I was like, oh, I like Kiki. I so like I'm, her I'm as a person. Like, yeah. yeah, I like her as a person. Like, she has a lot of self-awareness. Yes. And um, I don't know, it's just her girl. Like, she gives me, like, she went to therapy, you know? Like, and okay, has, has we to. can tell. Yes, because there's <laughs> just a certain way you show up. And, like, how you don't let people knock you down. And she's yes. still, like, knocked down, but, like, she still oh. shows up. I, I, like I love this glow up for her. And I was, like, mm-hmm. I was so delighted. She's trying to be, like, the young Oprah. Like, she's yes. trying to out here, start her own thing in this, like, magnitude. And I, I think it's so cool to see. So, yep. shout out to Kiki Palmer. Yes. And I what's, um, for me, for Kiki, like, something that I feel like, goes with her is she's like the epitome of slow and steady wins the race oh yeah 100%. because her success has come over time like again it's been it's been a it's a it's been a slow yes evolution. but it's steady in that mm-hmm. it's like it's things that make sense and things mm-hmm. that stand the test of time because the projects that she's in are very like intentional Like she's not in all the things, but the things that she has been a part of have like made so much like impact. I think she's dope. And so Kiki, Mm -hmm. if you listen to non-corporate girls, because in my mind, everybody does. Mm -hmm. They do. Book us. Yes, we're going to do a partnership with Key TV. I can totally see us. I would love that. I would love that. Mm All right, so we are now in Let's Talk About It. And um, I know we're flying through, right? We're in Let's Talk About It. And so I had shared recently with Delilah and like a couple of people, this um, photographer's Instagram, his name is Darius Bashar. And he is doing this initiative around um, taking photos of strangers. It's like taking photos of strangers project. And I think it's on Instagram and TikTok. And first of all, I just love, I always love like the street things. And I always mm-hmm. wonder why nobody, why I don't never see nobody in the street that asks me to do nothing. So I want to <laughs> do something. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> I want to be on your NYC so bad. Yo, like, why don't nobody ask me that? I be looking at nobody. Um, I don't be outside. They're not going to find me. I'm not walking the streets. So that's exactly why I'm not on anything. There's that, too. There's that, too. I mean, they can't find me in my apartment. Exactly. (laughs) Like, hello. (laughs) Maybe Um, we need to go outside. I do need to go outside. But what I loved about his situation is that um, at the end of his little mini shoot, he asks everyone a question. And so we thought this would be a really great let's talk about a question because it's something that I'm sure we all think about and reflect on, but maybe someone just hasn't asked you. So the mm-hmm. question that he asks everyone after he does his little mini shoot is, 
if you could send one question back to your younger self, what advice would you give? And I thought that was a very powerful question because when you go through his portfolio and look, mm-hmm. hearing everyone's answers gave me chills. I'm like, oh my oh, God. I need to see that part because I do need that It's part. so good. So I'm going to ask, also we asked um, episode 108, <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> we asked Skittles the same question and obviously we loved his response as well. So Delilah, mm-hmm. I'm about to ask you, if you could give one thing back to your, one question back to your younger self, what advice would you give? So correct me if I'm wrong. Am I asking myself the question as a young child or I'm I'm giving advice? Giving advice. Giving advice. Um, If I had to give advice, I would say to be brave and to stick it out. It's going to be hard, but you're going to get through it. I love that. Be brave. See, it's like the goosebumps. Yeah, it's, because I, you know, we're operating in fear and stuff as an adult. And you know how kids are such fearless beings and they don't think wow. of consequence or repercussion. They just do. I really try to think. And, you know, it's their lack of awareness because they don't know. So it's like harder as adults because we do know better. But somehow, some way, I wish I can tap into that fearlessness and, and be brave and just do and 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 not think of whatever the repercussion is because I'll fall exactly where I need to be at. I love that. And I, I echo that. I also would love to be able to continuously tap into that because I, and it's funny, I was telling my therapist this too, like it's something different that like now as an adult, I have so much more anxiety around just like just a lot of different things, you know, like even mm-hmm. being on this podcast, but as a mm-hmm. child, even as a teenager, I didn't have any of those things, you know, like, yeah, you would get mm-hmm. nervous about to perform in the dance thing, whatever, but then you right. just do it and it's not right. And then you forget about it. Like, it's not even yes. a thought. Whereas now like, it's not like things linger. It lingers. Yeah. for so. Why? Because we're adults and we have a lot more to lose. <laughs> that's what I guess that's in our minds. In our yes. minds. Yeah. That's so interesting. That. To be a kid again is really magical. As long as you can stay there, stay. Like, I really advise, like, my younger family members, like, don't rush this phase. Like, it's so good here. Like, it's so good. It seems crappy because, you know, they want to do whatever they want to do. And shout out to one of my close, close friends, Isoan. I send you so, so much love because she's just going through a hiccup. She's raising four young men by herself, a single mom, four young boys. And, you know, it's... It's challenging and I'm just a listening ear when I can be can't offer much advice in the sense of parenting because I'm not a mom, but she's just doing an amazing job. And I know it it gets tough because, you know, kids, kids will will test your being. But all of that to say, try to stay in your childhoodness um, for as long as possible. And yeah, I I agree. Be a kid again. Mm-hmm. I, I wish. Because um, Dalton, I don't even know. It's ghetto. <laughs> Zero out of ten, one fucking star. Would not recommend. <laughs> that part. Um, okay, so mine would be, and I've been thinking a lot about this and I keep changing it, but I think the biggest thing I would say to my younger self, like the advice I would give would be to always bet on you. And Mm. the reason I say that is because I think that growing up, going back to this whole like insecurity and not having insecurity Mm -hmm. as you get or whatever, um, I feel like growing up, 
Um, I spent a lot of time looking for validation from other people to bet on me, to push me Ooh. forward, to do these things. And mm-hmm. I realized that when I started doing that for myself, it just really changed my mindset and how I wanted to show up and also what I could offer. Like, this is who I am, you know? And I just think that people will count you out always. They will always count you out because there's always going to be someone better in their eyes. There's always going to be mm-hmm. this. But if you bet on yourself, like you will Absolutely. always go far. And so that's mm-hmm. what I would tell I love that. And let me just remind you that most of the times, because I am a big believer of the people who count you count you out or try to because they never really do. Right. Um, they're definitely insecure. They feel challenged by you. And it's always something between opportunity and vanity of why mm-hmm. they went with something else. Right. Right. Agreed. So um, I love and that. They're lost. And- Okay. Always, always, always. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm telling you like, okay, so it's twofold, right? Yes. As an adult, I do feel more anxiety with doing a lot of different things, mm-hmm. but then I also am very, very clear about my worth <laughs> on top of that. Let's talk about it. <laughs> right. Yes. And I'm like, I'm, you know, we talk about this all the time that mm-hmm. um, we're amazing and dope. People just need to catch up. So catch okay. up. Because let me tell you, there has not been a single person that has not doubled back and try to spin the block again. After <laughs> dropping the ball. So okay, okay. Don't be that person. Don't be Learn that person. Okay. Take these owls. Okay. Okay. Um, so we want to ask you all, um, and maybe this is a question that we'll throw on social because this is probably a yes, good question. It is. Um, what advice would you give your younger self if you could give them one thing, one thing that you want to tell mm-hmm. your younger self? What would it be? Slide into our comments, hit us up on Twitter, let us know because we want to hear from you and maybe we'll throw something on Instagram too. Yes, we will. It's been always like a pleasure. In the beginning of like about to record, I'd be like low key dreading it, but not because I don't want to record. It's just like, it's, it's a feeling. I don't know. And then I'd be so happy after we record and like how the conversation flows and everything. It's just, a, I think a nitpicky thing of like, it's all going to work am I gonna know what I want to say or my thoughts are here and clear I feel like we always go through this you know I really feel like and also part of it too is because we do so much like if we just had a team and we was walking in where things were set up we could just flow (laughs) yo but sis you are a team of five by yourself (laughs) because Ayana be gathering my little neck like like gather gather (laughs) Okay, I don't know what I would do without you. So, I try. giving you your flowers, Queen. Thank you. I love you. I heart you, and giving you yours as well because non-corporate is not a solo mission. So there's it's that. Not, it's not. We're trying to rally up a team, actually. So <laughs> reach out. Me. <laughs> We're waiting for you. <laughs> I, I can't stand us, but I love us at the same time. Yes. All right. On that note, we are so out. It's been great. Until next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to Non-Corporate Girls Podcast. We're headed back into our nine to fives, but equally giving time to our five to nine. I'm Delilah, and you can follow me at Miss Delilah C on all social media platforms. And I'm Ayana. Follow me at the underscore Aya underscore brand. Don't forget to follow the podcast on all socials at Non-Corporate Girls and tune into the latest episodes on your favorite streaming platform. In the meantime, embrace Non-Corporate. Where the 9 to 5 and 5 to 9 meet.